Welcome back to our continued emphasis in the study of God's Word. We're talking about living on a high level, the level of the Spirit rather than self-life, the flesh life, depending on ourselves, depending on the Lord. We're talking about how if we do that, He gives us love and joy and peace and all these other things that come into our lives. I want to talk to you today again about peace because that's where we are. We've been talking about it all week, how to have peace in the midst of trouble. And uh, I want to read from John 14, 1. Jesus said, do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. And then in verse 27 of that chapter, he says, peace I leave with you, the peace I give to you, my peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the peace that the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Do not let them be afraid. Then in chapter 16, verse 33, he said, I've told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. The first thing that's necessary, if you and I are really going to have the kind of peace that we, that we want to have, is what Jesus says in chapter 16, I've told you these things so that in me you may have peace, but in this world you will have trouble. We have to have a realistic view of life in this world. Some of us don't have a realistic view. Some of us have a view that thinks everything should be good, everything that happens to us should be good, and that every person we meet should treat us nice. And life is not that way, folks. It's just not that way. The word for trouble here is thalipsis in the Greek, and it means tribulation, it means pressure, it means being squeezed by life and life's problems. And if you have an unrealistic view of life, you're going to constantly lack peace. You're going to be upset. You're going to be in difficulty. So to live is literally to have problems. Somebody sent a card to a friend, and on the front was a beautiful bowl of cherries, and inside it says, life isn't. Life isn't always a bowl of cherries. It's not always great. It's not always sweet. If you have a pulse you're going to have problems. But if you have a negative attitude toward problems and towards the things that come into your life, then you're not going to have peace. So peace comes when we, when we first comes to have, come to have this, this life that there is trouble in this world. Lord Ogilvy said we have a profound misunderstanding of the positive purpose of problems. We, we think problems are problems, but problems are often blessings. And you see, everything that happens in our life can either be an opportunity or a problem, but it's up to us. And so we have to face the facts. Life isn't fair. People are sometimes mean and hurtful. Problems are real, and they'll always be there. But God is good, and he can make life special and give us peace in the midst of whatever. Jesus also teaches us to have a radical peace in him in this world of trouble. He's the only purpose of person of peace. In me, he said, you may have peace. In John 16, 33. And in Ephesians 2, 14, Paul says, For he, Jesus himself, is our peace. And he's made peace with God through his death. The answer is not a politician or a social agenda, but Jesus. Most Americans, uh, you know, according to recent studies, have no philosophy of life. They have nothing to live by. They don't know what they're doing, where they're going. That's why Jesus said, stop letting everything trouble you. Don't let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God. 
and trust also in me. If you have this personal relationship with Jesus, he's your prince of peace. And he offers the gift of peace. That's what he offered in John 14, 27. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. I do not give as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Do not be afraid. His parting gift to us was his peace. And today some of you have a problem and you're angry about it. Some of you are going through a difficulty and you're resentful. But remember, that's a part of life. Choose to accept the reality of what's going on and put your faith in God in a radical way and trust him with all of your heart, with all of your being, with everything that you have and know that he will give you that peace. He says, my peace I leave with you. That's a result of what he did for us on the cross when he paid the price for our sins and and his presence through the Holy Spirit. And he teaches the way of peace, for he says, by making peace through his blood shed on the cross. And I am the way, the truth, and the life, he says. So he will be our peace if we trust and depend on him. So do that as you go about your life today, and you'll discover that this peace that he gives is amazing. George Morrison defined peace as the possession of adequate resources. In Jesus, we have all we need. We have adequate resources. We have everything that we need to be right with God and to have the things that God wants us to have. Some of you who are older will remember one of the greatest baseball players of all time was Mickey Mantle. Mickey Mantle was a star many years for the New York Yankees. And to show you uh, how important he was, uh, those who collect baseball cards have considered his rookie card as one of the most important. Recently, one of his rookie cards sold for $40,000 for just a little card. And Mickey Mantle died of liver cancer, and he had been a hard drinker, probably an alcoholic, but he had a friend who played with him on those Yankee teams, Bobby Richardson, who played second base, Mantle played center field. And Bobby Richardson loved the Lord and was a Christian who had known God for a long, long time. And uh, Richardson at the funeral spoke at Mantle's funeral, and he told a, a packed crowd at Lover's Lane Methodist Church in Dallas how Mickey had called him and asked for prayer two days before he died. When he went to see him in the hospital that same day, Mickey brought the subject up. He said, I want you to know that I have accepted Jesus Christ as my Savior and Lord. Bobby wanted to make sure, so he shared the gospel and explained what it meant to trust Christ. And Mickey said, that's exactly what I did. Bobby Richardson and his wife went back to visit Mickey Mantle again the day before he died. And Mrs. Richardson asked Mickey, if you were to stand before God and he said to you, why should I let you into my heaven, what would you say? He immediately replied, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. The next day, knowing that his death was near, he said with a smile, I'm ready to go now, let's get on with it. He died a few hours later. In spite of his fame and his fortune, at the end of his hands, at the end his hands were empty. All those home runs and all those amazing catches, being in the Hall of Fame, all the things that he had accomplished as one of the greatest baseball players of all time. But by his own admission, what he needed was forgiveness. What he needed was peace. 
What he needed was salvation. But that's the way life is. Death comes, but we need to give our trust, put our trust in Christ, and he'll give us that peace that we need to live, that peace we need with which to die, peace that passes all human understanding. You can have that today if you'll just lean on him who is our peace. God bless you. Have a great day and a great week.